Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Isaiah 10, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for this day and for your word. Thank you for talking to us and explaining things to us. I'm grateful for the way you share your words, your thoughts, your ideas, your heart with us through your word. And I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to guide us today. As we read, I just ask that you would be the one that, that speaks to us, that you would be the one that we hear, and that there'd be nothing from me but everything from you. May you be truly the one that we hear. May our hearts and our minds be open to this time. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. So today I'm struggling, and I'm struggling to find lots of different things to read, get into, explain. And so I I feel like today we're just going to read through. Um, There wasn't a ton. And what there in terms of commentaries and what there was was very technical and whatnot. I just couldn't really find it. But what I did find is accountability. That as soon as a person, as soon as a group rebels and whatnot, they become accountable. God holds them accountable, and even allows their their lives to be impacted in a very negative way. And so, if I'm watching. The Israelites face accountability. And then if I'm watching the Assyrians, who are a tool of God's to be accountable and face consequences, what makes me think that this guy's not going to face consequences too when he's being a, a knucklehead? So that's really what I've taken out of this. Think about that as we go through it and as we read. And let's jump on into chapter 10, verse 1. Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees, to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your riches? Nothing will remain but to cringe among the captives or fall among the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to the Assyrian, the rod of my anger, in whose hand is the club of my wrath. So God is actually giving Israel over to be punished by the Assyrians. I send him against a godless nation, meaning that Israel has turned away from God. They're no longer godly. I dispatch him against a people who anger me to seize loot and snatch plunder, and to trample them down like mud in the streets. Now, we could say the same thing, and that there's a similar correlation with the United States right now. We were a holy nation. We were a righteous nation. We did focus on God, but then we've turned. And now who are we? We've turned away from him. Verse 7. But this is not what he intends. This is not what he has in mind. His purpose is to destroy, to put an end to many nations. Are not my commanders all kings, he says? Has not Clano fared the the Kosarmich? I'm butchering that. Is not Hamath like Arpa and Samaria like Damascus? So this is the Assyrian king 
basically comparing himself to all the mighty of the world. As my hand sees the kingdoms of idols, of the idols, kingdoms whose images excelled those of Jerusalem and Samaria, shall I not deal with Jerusalem and her images, as I dealt with Samaria and her idols? When the Lord has finished all his work among against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes. For he says, By the strength of my hand I have done this, and by my wisdom, because I have understanding. I, <laughs> and you know how many times I've said that. Oh, well, I was successful because I'm brilliant. I'm successful because I worked hard, because I have talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I removed the boundaries of nations. I plundered their treasures. Like a mighty one, I subdued their kings. As one reaches into a nest, so my hand reached for the, re- the wealth of the nations. As people gather abandoned eggs, so I gathered all the countries. Not one flapping a wing or opened its mouth to chirp. Does the axe raise itself above the person who swings it? Or the saw boasts against the one who uses it? As if a rod were to, yield, to wield the person who lifts it up, or a club brandishes the one who is not wood. So God's saying, wait a second, you're just a tool, Assyria. You're not those things. And it could be the same thing for me. Hey, you were just being used and blessed by me. You weren't talented, or you may be, but it came from me. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty will send a wasting disease upon his sturdy warriors. Under his pomp, a fire will be kindled like a blazing flame. The light of Israel will become a fire, their holy one, a flame. The light of Israel will become a fire, I'm sorry, their holy one, a flame. In a single day, it will burn and consume his thorns and his briars. The splendors of his forest and fertile fields, it will completely destroy. As when a sick person wastes away. And the remaining trees of his forest will be so few that a child could write them down. In that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivors of Jacob, will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return, a remnant of Jacob will return to the mighty God. Though your people be like the sand by the sea, Israel will only, Israel, only a remnant will return. Destruction has been decreed, overwhelming and righteous. The Lord... The Lord Almighty will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty says. My people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians who beat you with a rod and lift up a club against you as as Egypt did. Very soon my anger against you will end and my wrath will will be directed to their destruction. The Lord Almighty will lash them with a whip. And when he struck down Midian, at, as when he struck down Midian at the rock of Oreb. And he will raise his staff over the waters, as he did in Egypt. In that day their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. They enter Adath, they pass through Migron, they store supplies in Michmash, they go over the pass and say, We will camp overnight in Geba. Rama trembles. Gibeah of Saul flees. 
Cry out, daughter Gallum. Listen, Lacia, poor Anthoth. Madma is in flight. The people of Gabon take cover. This day they will halt at Nob. They will shake their fist at the mount of daughter Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. See, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the boughs with great power. The lofty trees will be felled. The tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. Pretty interesting. So he's going to be punishing Israel because they've turned away from him. And he says they're no longer godly. They're no longer. They don't believe in him. They've turned away from him. So he's going to punish them with Assyria. Assyria then is going to think, hey, I'm not just a tool. I'm actually awesome. <laughs> and he become, you know, Assyria becomes complacent, self-righteous, and full of themselves. Very much a pattern I have followed throughout my life. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm less grateful. Suddenly, I'm more believing it was me and my abilities. And then it's taken away because I still don't learn. It's pretty much the pattern of Israel right there and then Assyria. So let's hope that going forward, I can learn from this and not take pride in my own self, but be grateful for the blessings God's given me. And with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the examples. I just pray I wouldn't be like Assyria. I pray I wouldn't be like the Israelites turning away from you, being lazy and being angry, but instead that I would follow you, that I would listen to you and be yours. I ask, Lord, that you would help us to maintain our hearts and our minds and keep us focused on you, grateful for what you give us, and humble by it. I just thank you for this time. I pray you'd bless this, this reading to, to our minds, our hearts, and our souls. May you be honored and glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.